Delta Green, the role-playing game is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description. Previously on Doom Vision. Marcus reconnects with Mac at the bar. Mac sheds some insight on his life, and after some stories and shots, Marcus returns to the hospital to collect his belongings. He discovers the camera he was seeking is broken, but the film is still intact. He decides to get the photos developed before any further losses occur. On his way to develop the photos, he comes across a strange-looking bookstore. Upon entering the store, Marcus is greeted by Bob, who advises him to wander far and wide and search for what is hidden. As he is looking through the massive amount of books, Marcus runs into a strange character in one of the aisles. The man discusses the complexities of architecture before introducing himself. His name? Asa Darabondi. Veronica continues her search for any information on the buildings in Kipps Bay, including the McAllister building. During her research, she learns about the architect of the McAllister building, and that after he went missing in 1950, it was discovered that he was potentially responsible for the murder of many children by drowning. His name? Asa Darabondi. Meanwhile, Ness watches a bookshelf come to life. While stunned by what she is watching in front of her, Michelle sneaks behind her and pushes her in. Ness begins to explore what appears to be a maze of ever-shifting doors and hallways. Ness's demeanor begins to shift as her sanity is challenged at every turn of this hellish maze. Unexpected gongs, enthusiastic applause, and unknown footsteps plague her as she attempts to navigate this unfamiliar territory. She eventually makes her way into what appears to be a bedroom and a dead end. She notices a piece of plaster fall from the wall and she begins to tear at it. While peeling the plaster away, the wall gives in and she falls to the ground along with the wall. When she rises, she is standing on a stage, the previous room replaced with a set and an audience. She draws her gun and as soon as she does, a marionette whizzes on stage. The marionette shocks Ness as it looks exactly like Thomas Manuel. Find out what happens next on this episode. Thank you.
Welcome to Doom Vision. My name is Kevin. I'll be your handler this morning, afternoon, or evening. I always say evening, but I don't know when people listen to these. That's a really good point. Usually we record in the evening. That's probably why. Now it's like it's mid-afternoon. Uh, just became afternoon, actually. So uh, I'll be your handler this afternoon. And if you're listening to this over breakfast... How you like your pancakes? <laughs> All right, moving on. How's everybody feeling? I like to do a little temperature check uh, just to see how everybody's feeling. I know that Jess is a, a bucket of cats. Anyway, how are you feeling? You're in the library, wife. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out as much as I can so that I can, you know, Help them out, even though I don't know about their imminent peril. Yeah, you're stuck doing the boring bits, but I always thought that the research part was kind of fun because you uncover cool stuff. Troy, you're in a bookshop. How are you feeling? You know, I I don't know. I, I kind of want to get to the bottom of uh, what's the deal with Asa. Okay. He, he seems like a pretty interesting character. Uh, and, and you, you historically have uh, taken things that I've done and been like, "This must be the most important thing." I'm like, "It's just a, it's just a loaf of bread. It's nothing to be excited about." Just try to make your stories interesting, Kevin. <laughs> I'm gonna take that loaf of bread and I'm gonna give it a backstory. <laughs> well, Jetski, what do you think? I'm really nervous about this particular episode. <clears throat> I. I want to know what happens, but I'm, I'm really afraid for Ness right now. She's getting hammered with sanity rolls. She's in this, I don't know, alternate dimension. Like, I don't even know where I'm at. I don't know if I'm in a different timeline. I have no idea. I have no idea where I'm at. I'm so lost, so confused, and very scared for my character. And you've, uh, we've, <laughs> we've, uh, we took a little break uh, from recording, and we, so we've, it's been a while since we were in front of these microphones, and so I'm, You've been holding on to this for a while. Yeah, it's been in the back of my brain since we stopped recording that, oh my god, like, what is going to happen to her? But what, yeah. Well, why don't we uh, continue doing that? Troy, you're <laughs> in this bookshop. <laughs> She's going to be so mad at me. Troy, you're in this bookshop. Mm-hmm. It smells like books in here. And uh, so when, when last we met, you were speaking with Asa Darabandi, famed child murderer and architect. Although I, your character doesn't know that, does he? No. He's just a random dude. Okay. Interesting. But he is fancy dressed. You know, lavender suit. Very uh, man about town, if that's the right term. And um, so he's holding this book and you're having this conversation about architecture and how building a bridge is the way to build a building and then a bigger building i thought you cut that out <laughs> so uh that, that, that was me not knowing anything about architecture so um you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball <laughs> exactly so what do you say do you say anything to him now Well, I best be on my way. 
Good day, sir. So you have to refresh my memory. He has a book in his hand. Yeah, he's just perusing. He's browsing. And and the store owner told me that like a book would just kind of stand out to me, right? He just told you to look far and wide, and maybe you'll find what you're looking for. Do I have any feeling about the book that he's holding, that Asa's holding? No, not really. Okay. Doesn't have any nude photos in it, so you're not like, ooh. Well, is he holding the Playboy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to climb that building. He's <laughs> holding a uh, just a, a book with suffragettes on it because he's from the, <laughs> he's dressed in the 1920s. He's like, did you see those ankles? Um. What what what's the like? The, the insight check to kind of uh, just get, so glean some knowledge from this guy. Yeah. Um, the equivalent. Ooh, the guy, that word was so hard. That's what she said. Oh, it's always a humant. Humant. Yeah. Well, let me look at your humant real quick. Forty. What are you trying to glean from him? He just seems like a really weird character and really out of place. And I, and with everything that's been happening, it's kind of out of place regarding the last few days person and him coming to meet me. Like, And then I had this feeling to walk into this random ass bookstore. Um, just I'm, I'm trying to to find out if if like person is indirectly directing me. Okay. Okay. Um I think at this point he would just he's just going to uh you know and and even with your human I won't make you roll it. Um it would appear that he's just here, you know. Okay. Hey, just a guy that you're seeing meeting. Okay. It doesn't necessarily need to, uh, not every interaction needs to mean anything. Okay. Yeah, you're not going steady, okay? In that suit, I might want to. Um, Okay, well then I'll I'll just kind of go back to perusing the books and seeing if anything really stands out to me. And you see him and he he walks, kind of walks away, still looking among the stacks, um, still holding that one book that he was uh, intrigued by. So you're walking among the many many books it seems like this store shouldn't go on this long but it's going back farther than you would expect it to and you are looking around looking at these books Various names pop up, but nothing's really catching your eye. And you hear, like, footsteps behind you. And then you hear, You find what you're looking for? Oh, Jesus, where did you come from? Oh, you know, um, store's a little slow today. I thought I'd come check on you. Uh, oh, oh. You got any books in mind? I could help you find one. No, not... Okay. I'm really good at finding books. Okay, this is going to sound strange, 
It's gonna be an odd, odd request. I deal in the strange every day, my friend. Do you have any books on demonology? Demonology? Hmm. I'm sure I do. Maybe something about uh, a certain demon. Okay. Or uh, rituals to summon demons. Okay. Something in that nature. Okay. See what I can come up with. And he walks... Um, he walks away a little bit, and he's just like, mm, this way, oh, oh, maybe over here, let me check. And so he's he's walking around, and he comes back, and uh, pulls out this very old copy on the front. It says that it's the Ars Goetia. This is, uh, might be what you're looking for. Okay. Um, how much? How much money? Yeah. Why don't you come on over to my desk here? Okay. Before we do that, do you have any other books about um, the architecture in the city? Maybe a building called the Hotel Bredalbin. All right, let me take a look. Out of character, that was the name listed on the map that was drawn that I got, right? Because I, I don't have that handout in front of me. Yeah, the the, the like letterhead, yeah. It was Hotel Bredalbin, mm-hmm. and then it had the map drawn. Mm-hmm. You know, the way you're dressed, you kind of remind me of somebody who came in here a little bit ago. A couple weeks, maybe. Oh? Yeah, more modern dressed, I think. Interesting. Or modern, current, maybe it could be the past, I suppose. I'm. Just reminds me of what you look like, that's all. I couldn't find anything on that hotel you're talking about, unfortunately. I think I've heard of it maybe once or twice. Do you know where it's at? I don't think anybody really knows where that place is. I think they find it at just the right time. Well, what does that mean? (laughs) What does it mean? What does any of this mean, my friend? But yeah, like I said, you uh, remind me of somebody who came here, some uh, girl. She came in with her father. Did you catch their names? Uh, I think his name was maybe... I didn't catch his name. He, he, led the, he, he looked like he was maybe a police officer of some sort. Her name, I think it started with an A, perhaps? Abigail? Abby, Abby? Abigail? Yeah, I think she's in my ledger. Can I look at your ledger? My ledger? Oh, here, come back behind my desk. Or, come to my desk, don't come back here. Give me one second while I grab my ledger. 
fires up a cigarette. I'm going to do the same. Yeah. And uh, you notice that, like, when the cigarette that he gave you, um, they're not like a brand that you recognize. They're, like, written in a different language. Like, the, the front of it is, and it's older looking. It's like an old older looking pack of cigarettes. Hey there, fellow. Where did you get these cigarettes? Uh, those are Turkish cigarettes. That's the only kind I smoke. Interesting. So he's digging through his ledgers. Make a search roll. Come on, hot dice. It's a critical fail. Critical fail, yeah. You're, you're, some of that smoke that you're smoking got in your eye. You're like, oh shit, in my eyeball. Oh, wait, what was he doing? What was he doing? And, um, he says, he was looking down his ledger. He's got his finger on it. He's just dragging it through, dragging it down the, down the ledger. And, um, he says, yeah, she came in on, uh, Looks like 22nd of February, 1995. What did she get? Uh, didn't list the book. Um, why don't you uh, make, a, make another search roll? <laughs> 56. It's going to go up one, one at a time here. Make sure you're checking those, honey. I think I could probably find you a copy. Let me, uh, I, I think I remember what the book looked like. I didn't, I didn't write it down, though. Okay. Hey, why don't you follow me? Okay. And, and while I'm following behind him, I want to start flipping through the book that he handed me. Okay. And the book itself actually has, um... So you can actually look up in a out of out of character and in real life. You can actually look up the Ars Goetia on the a PDF of it on the internet uh, and read it. Uh, full of demonology stuff. What are you saying? You've been doing in our house late at night? <laughs> yeah. Don't look under the rugs. <laughs> All right. And uh, so he starts leading you down. He's like, uh, "Follow me this way." Uh, no, no, hang on this way. And he he's. It's almost like as soon as he's like. Uh, seems like he knows where he's going. He's like, oh, no, no, hang on, back here, back here. Definitely this way. And uh, you know, at one point, you have to like you climb down some steps, uh, down some steps uh, that lead down in, and there's stacks down there as well. And uh, there's farther back. There's like a place where like a light is broken, and so it's all dark back there. And he's like, oh, back here, here, right here. And then uh, eventually you're like making your way up a ramp. And so you get so deep into this place. You're like, holy fuck, how am I going to get out of here? I am so deep. Um, and uh, he goes, uh, okay, this way. And he's like, okay, I think right here. And you see a trap door in the floor. And he pulls up the trap door. He goes down the steps. He turns on the light. And then you hear him... You hear like a little bit of a... 
almost like a conversation for a second. And then you see out of the darkness corner, the dark corner of this basement crawl space almost, you see a hand reach out and then he grabs it grabs the book that it's holding and he flips off the light switch and he lifts his hand down and he goes got it and he starts climbing back up run bitch run big pile of nope for me All right, can I see that book? He hands you a red book with the yellow sign on the front. Ah, yeah, this is a book that she found. Yeah, this is a book that she took with her. What's it called? Watching these two over here is making my whole day. What's it called? Uh, I didn't even look at it myself. Here, you can have it. I'll take that book, too. Okay, there you go. Is there anything else I can help you with, my friend? No, I think I'll just take these two books and be on my way. Okay, well, I'll meet you up at the front of the store. Why don't you take a look around? might be uh, on your way back. You might find something that you're that you want on your way back. Alright, I'll be up there in one minute. Okay, sounds good. As soon as he leaves and is out of sight, I want to go into that hole. Okay. You open up there and I want, it's... <laughs> I want to put my brass knuckles on first. <laughs> On the hand that's not casted and broken. Oh yeah, it's already got a cast. Yes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna just windmilling him when I get in there. You open up the trap door and you find the little string that he pulled to turn on the light switch. I want to pull the string. It's a bare cement wall, four walls, and cobwebs. I need you to make a sanity. You take one point of sanity damage. Okay. As you don't know, you saw this hand, but you went down there, didn't see anything. It's a weird crawl space with nothing in it. Cobwebs and concrete. Uh... Like there's n- nothing. It's just four concrete walls. What what what's the floor? Is the floor concrete or is it dirt? Dirt. Uh, can I walk around kind of a little bit and like kicking some dirt around to see if there's mm-hmm. like a hatch or any type of mm-hmm. like 
hidden door. Yeah, and you don't find you don't find anything. That was a very unnatural occurrence. You saw a hand hand him a book. Anything drawn on the walls? No. All right, I want to click the light off, but I want to stay down there. Okay. Do you want to close the door? Do you want to close the the trap door? No. Okay. <laughs> That'd be scary. Wouldn't that be scary, guys? <laughs> It'd be super scary. I would have done it. <laughs> YOLO, close this bitch! I'm gonna live down here. <laughs> so you close, you turn off the light, and then you're sitting down there for a couple of seconds. And from above you, out of the hole, you hear... It sounds like somebody walking, but above you and out of the hole, perhaps in a different stack. But nothing happens while you're down here. All right. Well, I guess I'll leave the hole. Okay. Leave the hole. Something grabs your ankle. <laughs> um, so you close the you close the trap door, and you hear it sounds like footsteps. Somebody walking at a quick pace, on a, a almost like on the stack right on the other side of the stack that you're next to. So, so these stacks of books are they on like bookshelves? Yeah, some of them are. Some of them are just stacked on the floor, um, you know, big, tall stacks. And uh, some of them are on, like, most of the walls have bookshelves, and they're covered in books as well. Um, and then so, yeah, and then in the middle, there's um, bookshelves with books. <laughs> Can I try and, like, step on the bottom shelf to look over the top and see what's going on um, in that other... Sure. You... Just a glimpse. You, you you move a book around and you kind of move a book to the side to see on the other side. And as you do, you catch a glimpse of like it looks like a trench coat. Some somebody's wearing a trench coat and they're walking right by the stack that you're looking through. They're right on the other side. And then they make their way and they just keep walking. Okay. Um I think I'll start to make my way or try to make my way back to the front of the store and looking for at, at his advice, looking for anything that really piques my interest as Alright. Make an athletics. Or navigate. Uh navigate's more like finding your way. You'll probably have to use that. You'll you'll actually have to use that when you go back up to the front of the store. Well, I'm fucked. <laughs> So athletics to uh, just kind of the the you as as you you're looking, it kind of wobbles. The bookshelf does, and you're like, "Whoa, shit!" Okay, make a roll. Twenty one, which is a pass, I believe. Yes, it's a pass. Okay, all right, and uh, so you, so you managed to like knock some books off of the shelf that you're on because it's wobbling so much uh, but you don't fall or anything like that and all the books 
um, on the one on the shelf that you were looking through fall off and you're like whoa shit you know like um, and on the other side you see something just sitting on the floor kind of caught your eye maybe the glint of something and you're like is that a is that I'd like to go check it out okay so seems like the only way to do that would be to like remove the books on like one of the bottom shelves and just climb through because it seems like there's no entrance to this area okay Alice is going down the rabbit hole (laughs) oh no (laughs) you want to do that yeah okay on the other side there's you see there's a wooden crate it looks like it was recently opened and there's like a bench and the crate is under it okay and do you want to look inside When you say it looks like it was recently opened, are we talking like it was nailed shut at one point mm-hmm. and now, like, the lid is just kind of sitting on top? Yes. I want to use my foot to just kind of kick the lid just a touch, just to let a little... Mm-hmm. Give me a little window inside. Okay, yeah. You look and you see what looks to be, like, leather. Maybe right. some kind of clothes or something. So... I'll take the lid off. Okay. You take it off. Inside, you see a leather trench coat. And an older-looking full-face gas mask. And a recently oiled shotgun. And on the shotgun, it's stamped the date 1954. It's fully loaded. And beneath that crate, and behind that crate, I mean, are two identical crates. Okay. Okay. So, I'm... Is the trench... Like, when we're talking trench coat, it's, it's like, down to my ankles type Yeah, like an old-style, like, 50s trench coat. Okay. I want to take it out. Okay. I want to put it on. Okay. I want to put the gas mask inside the trench coat, like, to conceal it. Oh, okay. And then I want to put the shotgun inside. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, as you put the tre- as you put the gas mask, you go to, like, grab the gas mask, you look, and it looks like there's something, like, on the glass eye holes, something on them. The frustration the way he's right looking now. At me is just very funny. <laughs> I don't want to put this thing on. Okay, before I do that, I want to look at the other the other crates. Okay, you those ones are sealed shut. You could open them up if you wanted. You'd have to like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blow them to pieces. No one will know. Yeah, and and you see, there's a crowbar also. Okay, next to the bench. Yeah, so I'll I'll take the crowbar. Out the crowbar and pry them open. All right, you pry them open identical to the to this one. Another trench shotgun. coat, another shotgun, another gas mask. One for each of us. How many shotguns can I fit in this 
trench coat? Probably two, I would imagine. You know, I'm definitely taking two then. All right, you're taking two shotguns mm-hmm. and a gas mask. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now what? So when I look at the other gas masks, do they appear to have the same? Yeah, and it's hard to like make out exactly what it is. Like it's because they're they're very like rubbery. You know, you'd have to like. You'd have to put it on. Is there any way that I can look through these lenses without having the get? Can I put it on upside down? Upside down? Just so I can look through. Marcus isn't going to have the situational awareness. This is Troy trying to problem solve here without putting that fucking thing on. So I'm I'm going to like try and look through the lenses and see what it is. Or maybe Marcus is dumb enough to think that it goes upside down. <laughs> the um, there is that So too. if you look at it from the front, I mean, if you hold it up to the light, they're like shaded. So you can't see through the glass, but when you when you when you flipped it over and you could you could see something was either etched or drawn onto it, but you can't make out what it is. It's on the inside. Okay. Well, I'm gonna put it up to my face and see if I can see what it is. I hate it when you fucking smile like that. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> You hold it up to your face, and you put it on, mm-hmm. and you see that on the inside glass is etched the yellow sign twice on the eye, Okay, and then you black out. I'm going to have to save both of your asses. This is going to be so good. (laughs) I can't even. It's going to be so good. You guys are going to love this so much. I promise you. Or hate it. I don't know which. Well, we'll find out. I already hate it. Vanessa, are you tired of waiting? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. All right. So, this marionette that looks exactly like Thomas Manuel, right in front of you, you pull out your gun and you shoot it right in the back of the head. And it falls forward. You see the strings dangling down. You look up. You don't see where the strings are coming from. It's just pure black darkness up above. Just like the strings in the audience for all those marionettes that are in the audience because you look and they're all marionettes as well many many strings coming down as you get a better look because you look at the, uh, you look at the at what just happened and then you look out at the audience and then all of a sudden they all stand up and start clacking their hands together mechanically and then one by one, they all file out. I need you to make a sanity. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Fail. Fail? You take three points of sanity damage as these marionettes you thought they were people and they 
They stand up and they clack their strange expressionless... I mean, they, you clack... <laughs> fuck you. They clack their hands together. I was saying fuck you to me. Uh, <laughs> and then you see their expressionless faces just like... Just like a little slit for a mouth. And then they all just slowly... Their, their wires just... And they all file out. But the one of Thomas Manuel doesn't move. Because he's dead. What do you do? Is the stage still closed off, so my only way to get off of it is those stairs that goes down into the audience? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm not even going to use the stairs. I'm going to get off that stage. I'm just going to run forward, jump off the stage, and start heading up the aisles, trying to find an exit. Okay. As you make your way into the auditorium, seating area, you you notice that one of the seats is occupied by someone. No strings? You look up, no strings. Have I gotten to that row, or did I, like, looking ahead, notice? You noticed before you got to the row. Okay, then I'm going to stop suddenly. My gun is still in my hand. Can I see a face, or is it kind of dark? It's very dark. You'd have to get closer to see the face. So I'm just going to ask, who's there? No response. I said, who was there? No response. So again, I'm going to raise my weapon and start inching my way closer. Again, not in a hurry, but just very slowly with my gun pointed at that seat. Okay. To try and get a better view. Is it occupying one of the end rows? Middle. So there's seats, like if Mm -hmm. I get to it, there's seats in between us. Okay. Correct. So I will come to the end of that row, turn my body so that I'm I'm looking down the row of seats. Mm -hmm. You see, it's like the a body of a maybe a man wearing some kind of uniform potentially, and. There's a mask on his face.
slumped over. What do you do? Did it move at all, like shift at all when I approached it? No. And from what I can tell, not moving like at all. I can't even see if it's breathing or not. You can't tell. Um, really dark. Picture like a theater with no yeah, theater, it's, it's... with no screen on or anything like that. You can't see. There's there's not even lights on the floor. But you see, you're able to see this outline of a figure slumped over. You can make out the outline of the mask that it's wearing. I'm going to move just a couple seats in. I'm not going to go all the way up to it, but just a couple seats in to see if I can make out that mask a little bit better. Okay. Move a couple seats in. You're not exactly able to make out what the mask is. You have to get a little closer. All right, gun drawn, right at its head. I'm gonna move up so that there's maybe two seats in between us. As you get closer, you notice he's wearing a clown mask. Did you have to? Still not moving. Not moving at all. Very still. I fucking hate clowns. Um. <laughs> so the mask, is it one that goes like around its face or does it cover the whole head? Um, it covers the whole head. So I would have to grab it, like, by the back of the neck or at the front to pull it off? Correct. Okay, I'm going to reach my hand out and try and pull the mask off. With my left, my gun is still in my right. So you reach, and you grab this mask, and you pull it over the head. And then the body lurches backwards as you do it, and you rip the mask off really quickly because of the, 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 the force of whoever this is pulling their head back. And then he lets out an a horrifying just a scream that echoes throughout the entire theater just screaming over and over and over again his eyes go wide he's just like what do you do? Do I recognize him? No. 
I'm gonna throw the mask at him, turn around and run. Okay, you do that and you run away. Ah! He's screaming. And then you start running and you run. Do you do you want to run out the door? Yeah, There's I'm going to get back to that main aisle and I'm going to head up, keep okay. heading up to try and get out. Okay. And you run out. And screams are following you as you run out. Your heart's thumping. You go out into an empty hallway. This is fun, right? <laughs> my heart is pounding in my chest. You want to make a little jump? We haven't heard from Claudia yet. Veronica. What are you up to? Well, when we last touched on what I was doing, I believe I was going to try to research the Hotel Bredalbin. Okay. And... I mean, if you ask the librarian or, or whoever, you you don't see, or he he or she says they can't find anything on that hotel. I'm going to show him what I found that has the hotel on it. Okay. And when you, when you do that, they still, they're like, they search for, they're gone for 15, 20 minutes, something like that. Um, at this point, it's probably getting to be close to closing time. Is there anything that you want to look up before they um, close up for the day? Anything in particular that you can think of? Because, you know, we haven't encountered so much as of yet. Because <laughs> I've, I've researched the Kip's Landing in the McAllister building. Or Kip's Bay, excuse me. In the McAllister building. And I think the Lundines, didn't you? And the Lundines. I guess I want to look into Asa real fast. We already did that. Did we? Yeah. Told you. I know that he was part of the criminal history of the building. Yeah, and that was part of it. We, last episode, mm. you, we looked it up, and, and I gave you that information. Because remember, uh, you found books. You found books called um, The Devil's Craftsman, and that was a book that you found that had Asa Darabondi talking about him and that and stuff. And I wrote, I'm I'm writing The Devil's Craftsman down because we seem to be encountering a lot of books. You know, we've... Ness was given a book. Fucking books on demonology. You okay? (laughs) I have a question. Out, out of character. Did we... When you found that book... I said there was a photo in it, didn't I? Yes. Um, the photo was of... Whatever that guy's name is. Asa Dearbondi. Asa. In front of the hotel with the big B on the back of it. And in the picture, there was a flagpole with a stone face. But she didn't pass her role to identify what that flag stone face thing was. So that was the picture that she saw. Hey, well, maybe I will try that one again. Oh, try that roll again? Yeah. What am I rolling for it again? Is it, um... No, that was a... Bureaucracy? Yes. 
rolls all over the place. I got a 24, so I am well under my bureaucracy this time. Maybe I've learned some things in my time in the library. Alright, so you said that you want to flip through the that book again? Is that what you said? I want to try to identify that flag and stone face. And you passed. Yes, I did. You recognize that as a reflection? You recognize that reflection as the Eternal Light Flagstaff in Madison Square Park. Okay. I'm going to write that down. As you're flipping through, because you're looking in in the Devil's Craftsman at this photo, in the photo there's another photo that you must have glossed over last time. Lay it on me. You don't know how you missed this before because you thought you combed through this book, but then you found another photo. Looks to be in the same, taken in the same place, but in, in, in the same hotel. But this time, this other photo, you see Asa Darabandi again. But he, he's standing next to a woman. Abigail Wright. I'm staring at it in disbelief because there's no possible way. This book was published 43 years ago. There's absolutely no way that she could have been in that picture. I need you to make a sanity. Fine. Troy does this thing, and I, 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 it's either when he's really frustrated or really focused, but he puts his his fingers on his temple, and then he gives me daggers as he looks at me. I did not pass my sanity check. Oh, really? I'm going to blame this on the fact that I have your dice instead of my dice, so... Ah, uh, you're lucky I rolled, ro- I rolled low. Uh, you take one point of sanity damage. like this at all didn't think you'd be taking sanity damage in the library did you this whole entire game has been things I have not been expecting anything else you want to look up while you're here you've looked into the building quite a bit is there anything um Anybody, characters that you've met, or anything that you just... I mean, we did find out that her dad was some famed NYPD cop, right? I want to see if there are any newspaper clippings or anything about anything, uh, any um, taboo things he may have done, any... any drama he may have had happened during his tenure there. Are you talking about Abigail's dad? He's not from New York. Yes, he is from Nassau. He's a, he's a New York cop. Okay, so maybe not NYPD, but... Yeah. I want to research mean... his name. Okay. Um. Yeah, and you're able to find a couple of, like, newspaper clippings about, like, a drug bust and that he was on a big one or um you know um 
various you know reasons he would be in the newspaper but you don't find anything incriminating or strange okay I'm trying to think of everyone we've met so far it's mostly been mac <laughs> you want to look up mac and all those gangs he was in he was in a prison gang and then he was in a real gang and then i don't know if i could handle that he's in a new gang eminem oh that's right <laughs> so good who else have we met other than the Thomas Manuel. And Handler Marcus. And you have to think about who you have met or information. It's not just who you've met. It's also like information that you've gathered. But um, if you can't think of anything, you can always leave and go do something else. You have options. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do, do a little something. I'm just, for my search criteria, I'm going to do person. Okay. You're gonna hop on web crawler? Yeah. Google person. You go to demonweb101.com. <laughs> you wanna look at for like books and stuff? Or the king in yellow. You wanna look up the king in yellow? See if there's any information about it. Yar. Okay. All right. I need you to make a probably a bureaucracy. And you're, you're utilizing the help of the people of the. Does that give me a boost at all? Yeah, give, give it a plus twenty. Also, every time I watch people roll dice and they're doing this, I just it's like fondle the balls, fondle the balls, fondle the balls. You didn't blow on it first. I didn't need to, cause I made it. I made it by. Five percent. With the plus twenty? Yes. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> you look up or you're trying to find something about the king in yellow. Luckily They're an off Broadway production. Luckily lucky for you, the person who was helping you knows a little bit of French. He says, or she. I want to hear you do the French, though. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, they tell you that, you know, that they weren't able to find anything about the king in yellow, but they were able to find a little bit in a newspaper. It's on, like, microfiche. And so they were. He was able to find something about. I'm gonna butcher this. Le roi en jaune, which is king in yellow. King in yellow, yeah. 
23rd through the 30th of August, 1895. Okay, I'm writing those dates Very down. Very old paper. Okay. Yep. Viewers of the play Le Roy en Jean report audience members fainting and having to be escorted out. The article states that tickets began selling for outrageous prices. Then 30th of August, 1895. The last show sold out for Le Croix en Jean by Les Coquillicots? It's C-O-Q-U-E-L-I-C-O-T-S. Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's like the, the must have been the company or something. So that play is broken up by the Paris police under direction from the Duxem Bureau. That's like police. Cast members are arrested. Moments before the raid, the show is disrupt. By a, strange, by a strangely dressed English-speaking intruders who draw firearms on stage before fleeing. Pursued by men from China and masked riflemen in black. So moments before the raid... The show is disrupted by strangely dressed English-speaking intruders who draw firearms on stage before fleeing, pursued by men from China and masked riflemen in black. Well, that is an interesting mix. But nonetheless, I'm writing all of it down, and then I'm going to ask the gentleman helping me to tell me what the... like, to, to translate... The company, if it if it means anything, and we can just do like a, a Google yeah, don't Google because I don't. Coquillicots. I'm painfully American. Poppies. the name the poppies must be the yeah the name of the the acting troupe fun little bit there opium china <laughs> is there anything there can we do anything with that i'm like that one meme of the guy on the on the show about aliens talking about like his hair is all wild right now I'm not saying it was aliens but aliens Okay, I'm going to thank the librarian for their time. You're welcome. Thanks, Mickey. And I'm going Oh, to, that's my name. I'm going to leave. 
and I'm going to head back to the McAllister building. Okay. Because, you know, this is... I'm bound to die there. Well, that's also where I'm supposed to be. Vanessa, you're in the hallway. Goes left to right. You see that there's a doorway that you just came out of, and then another door that would lead to the other side of the hall, of the um, the aisle, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <sighs> Still yelling. Meeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, I guess I'll go right. And at this point, I said... I think it was in that lot in our last episode that I was like trying to not run. I was trying to not move fast. I was trying to keep calm and from my adrenaline going, but I think him screaming like that probably has my adrenaline going. So I'm, I'm running like I'm, I'm not, I'm running and I'm, I, I feel like she would be starting to panic at this point. So I'm, I'm running down the hallway and I'm going to go right first. See if I can find an exit. Alright. So you start running. What direction did you say? Right. So you, you start running right. And you're just in a panic, right? Yeah. I think she would be at this point. Or maybe not full blown, like, insanity panic, but she her adrenaline is pumping. She's just shot Thomas again. Like, I feel like she's on the verge of just full on panic, so. Yeah, a little bit. You start running. His screams follow you down the hallway and then eventually drown out. And you come to a four-way cross-section. Which direction do you want to go? Looking down the other hallways, do I see any doors, or are they just straight? Straight black to, to blackness. I'm just going to keep going straight, then. Okay, keep going straight. As you are running, simultaneously you hear another set of footsteps coming from one of the other directions that you didn't go. So you're running, and then the, the footsteps that are behind you start going. They get a little faster as you're being pursued. What do you do? Um, I never holstered my weapon. I still have it as I'm running, so I'm going to stop suddenly, whip around, and level my weapon. When you turn around, you level your weapon and you see a figure pursuing you. In a long, dark trench coat, 
with a gas mask and two shotguns. Fade to black. And we'll find out what happens on the next episode of Doom Vision. Hey there, Doomers. If you like what we put out every week and want more behind-the-scenes content, follow us on our socials at Doom Vision Podcast on Instagram, Doom Vision Pod on Twitter, at Doom Vision Podcast on TikTok, and give us a search on Facebook under Doom Vision Podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Apple or Spotify, and leave us a review. Thank you, we appreciate you, and we hope you're enjoying the Doom Vision Podcast.